Being a creative and getting a project out there, of course, it's lots of hard work. But you're having so much fun, and do you sometimes think that you're not doing the work properly, or you're not doing enough that feels like work? Well, let's talk about that with David Chislett once again. My name is Anton Marshall. This is the Ericode Podcast. Hi, I'm Rebecca with David Chislett, and uh, today we're going to be talking about, you know, finding that balance, or the, whether it's the difficulty of finding the balance or the easiness of finding the balance for you, I'm not sure. But it's a balance between being open and creative with your process and with your output, as opposed to deciding what is absolutely necessary and what is the work that needs to be put in. And David, I've certainly given it a lot of thought, and I imagine lots of creatives do as well. You know, it's in the word creative. We like to be creative about things and we like to try new approaches to things. But at the same time, we have this guilt <laughs> guilt or, or angst, if you will, about we know that there are certain things or we feel that there are certain things that need to be done in a particular way or need to be done you know, through a particular process. Can we talk a little bit about that and how to feel about that angst? I mean, the word I'm going to jump on like a seagull on a chip uh, is the word particular, particular way. You see yeah. what I'm saying immediately? It's yeah. like, okay, so I'm creative, but this thing I have to do in a particular way. And that's yeah. the sticking point because, look, let's face it, creativity is not limited to making music or making art or dancing or films or, or whatever it is that you're doing right? Mm. Business consultants are highly creative. They go into businesses and they look at what's going on, they gather the dots, they analyze them, they, and they join the dots in new ways to solve the problems. It's super rational, super conscious, and super creative. They're literally coming up with answers where other people had none. So this is the thing where it all kind of tends to fall down sometimes with artists is that they forget that what they do when they're making their art, they are super well qualified to continue to do when they are doing the business of their art. And they don't actually have to do things in a particular way at a particular time using a particular tool. They can be just as creative about that aspect as they are about the art. Translating that then into the process you know that I'm going through now, uh, and, and I know the last time we spoke about coming back after a break and suddenly by just looking at the same thing I looked at three weeks ago, now I'm thinking, oh, but why didn't I think of doing it that way before? Or not even doing it that way before, but why don't I just play with this a little bit and find a new way to do it? One of the things that I'm hearing a lot is like, oh, yeah, well, now with the pandemic and so we have to do everything so differently. We have to be so much more creative about how we do things. I'm like, well, yeah, we do. We, we have to be. But why weren't we being anyway if we're all so bloody creative? Like, what was the barrier and the barrier indeed. was that we thought we had to do it a particular way <laughs> <laughs> indeed so a practical example last year when we were in one of the episodes we were talking about in the podcast we floated this idea that i should think about producing a very small sort of live show on a micro level invite five to ten people to come and see a little pilot performance of that great idea um, good idea in principle, agreed to it, didn't quite know how I was going to do that. Fine, holiday came, checked three weeks off, came back last week, and suddenly it's like, well, why don't we approach it this way? Um, next week, uh, I re I've, I'm booking a rehearsal at a sound studio, 
And the purpose of this rehearsal is to literally have a run through the technical aspects of how this live performance would run. So in other words, it's a full-on PA in a room with a whatever. Four weeks after that, there may be one or two more of those in between, but four weeks after that, same space or similar space, exactly the same show I'm rehearsing, but this time with an audience, right? Those kinds of details were not present three weeks ago, but suddenly it's all there. It's in my head and I can see it actually happening. And the work that needs to go into it isn't so much a, a case of, oh, how am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? It's more a case of, this is the timeline in which we're going to do it. We already know what we need to know in order to do it. And this has been unclear all along. We already know what we have to do. Finding the order, that it, you know, because the parts are there, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is it, man. And, and the thing, you know, all this stuff that we're so resistant about doing, you just go, okay, I need to do this. This is the goal. This is where I need to go. Leave it a while. Don't freak out about it. Don't stress about it. Don't say, I can't do it because I'm an artist. There, there, there. You know, chill yeah <laughs> yeah extra reading yeah. yeah walk away speak to a couple of people come back a week later figure it out because you will an answer will you've just got to give your you've got to give your big fat old brain the time yeah in other words approach it like your art something i've also my whole life been guilty of and in talking about this now with you uh it, it popped into my head that this is probably valuable to mention at this point what used to be a big obstacle for me was in thinking about how am I going to translate this to live? Remember when we first started talking about two, three months ago, how I, mean, I find, or I think now that I was focusing on what I still needed to do, what I didn't have, what I needed to acquire before I could do something I wanted to do. Whereas perhaps it's your therapy, but it's been three weeks as well. When it suddenly became clear to me, the timeline in which I'm doing it, I started focusing on what I already had, which is more than enough as it turns out, and then shaping what the end result is going to be based on what I already have, not what I want the end result to be based on what I haven't got. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. You know, human beings, we're very good at this, right? If you want to have a brainstorm, don't ask people what's the best way to do this. Ask them, what should we absolutely not do? If this is the goal we want to reach, what should we not do? What will definitely fuck it up? All right. <laughs> wow. and, and everyone will come up with so many ideas about like the absolute wrong way. And then what do you do? Do the opposite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For me, suddenly it became clear when I realized that before, let's call it before the break, my previous thinking had been, I've got to fall 45 minutes with something interesting visually, musically, and do I have enough material, blah, 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 blah. My thinking now is, I have enough material for 20, 25 minutes, half an hour. That's all I'm going to present for that Mercury show. And of course, it makes perfect sense. So all I really have to do is just rehearse those a few times, get it, get the technical uh, aspects of it right. I'm talking to Carolyn tomorrow to determine whether she'll be joining me for it. And she's, she either is or she isn't. And if she's not, I'll forge ahead with that for this one, such as it is, you know, practical steps not laying it in limbo all the time just make a decision and go with it in his book the practice uh seth godin calls that behavior hiding. hiding 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 yeah using obstacles to hide to not do to not create to not ship good work to not work on your craft just 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 stand still he calls it hiding oh. that's brutal brutal book <laughs> <laughs> no mercy shown there no. And, you know, I mean, it's a bit brutal, but it's it's true. 
I mean, kind of true. It is kind of true. Yeah, you've got the material. You've actually yeah. got access to all sorts of things. You've just got to carry on doing. In in this case, then your your word on this. There's a way to creatively think about stuff, which it is. In in this practical case of mine, I suddenly just thought the practical way to do is. I'll give myself four weeks to do this. We'll put it in this particular space. These were all decisions made, not really problems solved. It's just, you know, the things are there. You're just going to decide to do them. There's no uh, angsty thought about what the obstacles are. There are no obstacles. It was a decision. Fine. 45 minutes will be a stretch. Fuck it. Let's do 25 minutes. You know, um, 10 people in the space is going to be a lot. Fuck it. Let's do six. The bottom line is, is that, like, it's all work. It's just that some of the work you like, the composing, the writing, the blah, blah, blah. Some oh, of the yeah. work we've dressed up as being unlikable, so we find a way not to do it. Whereas yes. actually, in order to do that part of the work um, as satisfyingly as, as, as the sort of artistic side, we just need to apply the same mindset that we do to the artistic side. And that tends to solve the problem quite quickly because Indeed. there are no damn rules. You can do whatever you want. You can use the technology. You can use a different approach. You can go for as many or as few people as you like. They, I mean, really? Who's going to tell you that's wrong? It's just maybe not what they would have done, but it most certainly is not wrong. And you should just go for it that's that's as far as i concerned, the most important thing just do it just turn up every day and carry on all right we will talk again in about a week as to the progress of that particular project and how it's going on um or how it's progressing but david uh you've given us food for thought you've given me food for thought and you've explained to me what in essence i've ended up doing organically anyway but it, it's always good to understand <laughs> whether or not it was a good thing to do or how we came to it. So, yes, um, thank you very much for that. It, it means now that you understand it, you can do it again. Yeah, and apply it to all kinds of other practicalities and aspects of what it is we're trying to do. It's going to be for the paperwork of registering the new material for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. But thanks very much. As usual, if you want to learn more about David's work with creatives like myself and with activating creativity and maybe get hold of him yourself, you can see more of his work and what he does at www.davidchislett.com. David, thanks so much once again for, for joining us, and we'll uh, talk more about the, the further adventures of this Erica project next time. Thanks, Tom. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Please remember to like and subscribe, and to find out more about Ericode, the music, and the project, please visit www.ericode.co.za. Thanks for listening. I'm Anton Marshall.